Welcome to the Embracing the Mother podcast. And today I'd like to continue the theme of energetic responsibility. And actually this will be the last in this series. Not that there's not more areas to look at, but that it kind of gives everyone a broad overview of different areas they can consider if they're interested in energetic responsibility. So today maybe I conclude with the team of strong beliefs. So we can have very strong beliefs sometimes, actually beliefs that we'll die for or that we will not bend. And often we're not totally conscious why we have these beliefs. And a belief can be, you know, a mental belief, you know, that we believe to be true, but it's not a truth, it's a belief. And behind there's a strong emotional or energetic charge. And, you know, these strong beliefs can be really what divide us and keep us separate as humans, but also can keep us quite divided from the divine. And our strong beliefs can be religious beliefs, beliefs about race, about environment, about science. So really we have to challenge our own strong beliefs. If we're interested in really energetic responsibility as regards to sadhana, what beliefs do we hold and where did we get them and how true are they? And if we really look at them with reason, are they reasonable? I remember once hearing a young woman say, oh, I hate the English. I realized I hate the English. You know, and of course this is a cultural hang up from, you know, the trauma of of the Irish and the famine and our relationship with the country of Britain, Great Britain. And so there is a trauma there and we can generationally carry our parents hurt and how they may have been treated because so many Irish went to England and they weren't always very welcome or treated well and so they carry that pain and generationally we carry a trauma from that time in our life what have we looked like to say that I hate the English it's to say that I hate millions of people millions of people who have hopes dreams children spiritual practice that are kind loving generous, warm, and to say I hate them all, is to like say I carry that hate within me. And we're carrying it maybe from our father or mother or from the generations behind that, or because we have an identity of Irishness. And that's a huge burden to carry, a huge burden. And it can weigh us down. And, you know, we can really hold on to our ancestral baggage and it'll weigh us down. So, you know, strong beliefs can be like that, you know, like one culture hating another, or it can be race, I don't like a certain race or colour or religion or creed or 
that my beliefs are more correct than your beliefs. And then we go to war with each other in the name of God. And these beliefs we really have to challenge within ourselves to find the truth and not let to let our ancestral traumas or hurts or, or the unconsciousness of our parents determine our quality of life and our spirituality. Not that their parents or ancestors were wrong, they were hurt or unconscious or misunderstood. And as we evolve from generation to generation, it is, you know, it's up to us to clear these strong beliefs. I think the Spanish have a lovely saying, I think it's the Spanish, and they say, may this be the child that breaks the family patterns. So it's up to us to break these family patterns, to dissolve them, to heal them. And we do that by making them conscious, by challenging them within ourselves and not to let them colour our view of the world. So strong beliefs, when you believe something and there's a big energetic charge, question it. Only you can question it within yourself. If you have the love of truth to turn within and go, is that really valid? Where did I get that from? Why such an emotional charge? Am I putting a blanket opinion over a whole sector of society or a whole culture or a whole race? Do I have a, maybe a scientific belief that, you know, all religion is bad or all spirituality is woo-woo? You know, or do I, as a spiritual person, discount all scientific endeavours and evolution? Because they're important too. And it's always a matter of finding a balance and an integral approach to what is useful and true, what's good. So again, coming back to the soul values of good, true and beautiful, not in any kind of exterior facade beauty, but does it have a sense of correctness? Is there a sense of presence to this belief of truth? Does it have love? Or is it tinged with hate, unconsciousness, heaviness? Is it denigrating or disparaging another culture, society, or even just parts of our family or community? So strong beliefs. And can we give other people the freedom to have their own beliefs without having to bite them, without clashing heads. Can we, you know, communicate what we believe without a charge of I am definitely right? Because then we're never open to hear the other person's communication. So, you know, true communication is we can both express what we believe to be true and I'm willing to abdicate my own belief if I find something that's more fitting and to bow to the other person and say thank you, thank you for showing me.
But this takes humility and strong beliefs often stand in the way of this kind of humility. In my own life, uh, I had so many strong beliefs at different times and, you know, I can smile now because I just, I was ignorant. I didn't know better. Ignorance is never a condemnation. It's just, uh, if you don't know, you don't know. But when you do know, sometimes we're, we're presented with a knowing, but our own egoic pride stands in the way of just letting it go, letting go of a strong belief and go, I wasn't as correct as I thought. And then you disarm it. It's like a, a discharging of all the energy that goes with upholding that. Because when you have a strong belief, there's energy tied into it. And then that energy is not available for sadhana. You're not open to change, to transform. You're stuck. It doesn't mean we can't have a belief, but we hold it lightly and we hold it, ah, if I find something more true, you know, I'll transcend and include it. So, a wonderful area to explore and just to acknowledge in our own life. So that concludes kind of our look at energetic responsibility for now. I hope you found it of some help. There's other areas that we could touch in with, such as illness and disease and also trauma. But I want to maybe touch on them in a, a section all on their own because they have such an impact in our lives that, especially now, I think really there's deep trauma manifesting showing itself in our societies cultures and communities at the moment and it's really time to make them conscious to to bring light to them to change them it's an opportunity the world is kind of in a, a state of huge flux and change but in that there's a huge opportunity Maybe we can let go of some of our strong beliefs, opinions, hurts. We can hear each other's point of view without fighting, without trying to dominate, without trying to be the winner. And that can bring change. So thank you for spending this time with me through this series and and for the next, over Christmas, I hope to bring you some podcasts on the theme of soul and prayer. I wish you well. Mm -hmm.